ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local women, local now. Member FDIC. It is Friday, March 5th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm Paul Swan. You can be a part of this program by calling the White Claw phone lines 877-420-TALK. That it's 877-420-8255. White Claw hard seltzer made pure. John Mercer's joining me here in the next few minutes. We'll talk a little Marshall tennis with him. Later on, we will get you closer to Marshall basketball, the Thundering Herd in action. That's coming up later on this evening. The women are taking on Middle Tennessee Game 2 of their series. The men starting their series tonight against Charlotte, and we'll have that action for you. 7 o'clock is tip time. We go on the air with our pregame coverage at 6 o'clock right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. But the women get the victory yesterday. And a little bit later on, we're going to hear from Tony Kemper last night's comments. We'll do that in the 6 o'clock hour with our pregame. Same thing for the men's team as we get closer to that game. But good win for the women last night on the road. Hopefully they can continue that talking to Coach Kemper last night. He, he promised ice cream. Everybody's getting ice cream. He didn't send me any ice cream, but everybody's getting ice cream, so he's got that going on right now, so a good win for them. It's been a busy day so far. I mean, very busy day so far for Marshall Athletics. We had softball in action earlier today, and softball gets the win over Bowling Green it's the Thundering Herd round robin, so 7-6 over Bowling Green. So that's a good win. Baseball in action over Moorhead State today, 3-1. And we couldn't get Wags on the show. We wanted to try to actually get him on the show, but we got the next best thing. Uh, Marshall Baseball SID Cody Lynn uh, stopped and talked to him real quick and talked to Wags about pitching and the quality of the win. Pitching looked great today. Yeah. Pacella, who only pitched an inning in 16 games last year, came out, gave you five great innings. Yeah, I strikeouts. mean, it starts with pitching. It always has in the game. And, and um, Ray's been throwing really well, and he's he's earned a, the number one spot in a rotation. And uh, he set the tone, and that's what I told him. I mean, he was in a situation with first and third early in the game where he was able to stay confident and pitch his way out of it. And then he, he settled in, he cruised. And then everybody that came in the game, you know, came in and pounded the zone and, and – um, and, and, and did a great job. I thought that and our defense was really good today. Uh, hitting came up clutch, too. Yep. They had good at-bats for draw, walk. Yeah, I, and I just got done talking to hitters. I think that we were trying to do too much. I mean, we've been swinging it really well in our inner squads, and I think that um, our guys were trying to do too much. I mean, they were jumping a little bit too much and, and um, just settling down. I mean, first game of the year, um, you want your defense and the pitching to be, to be the best. And this is going to be a good offense. I just think that we were trying to do too much. And it came against the, they just got done beating Louisville too. Yeah, and came. yeah it's a good team. And, and they had a big win on Tuesday. And, you know, I'm just glad we were able to come out and set the turn in, in game one. And we got to go to a, a really tough place to win. I mean, that's, that's a tough place. It's an offensive ballpark. And, we're going to have to come out and be at our best tomorrow. Raymond Pacella pitched five innings, and he was pretty outstanding. And uh, here's Cody talking to him after the game. Well, you only pitched an inning last year. You came out, looked really impressive in your first start. 
how 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 did you feel coming into the game, and what did you think when you got out there? I mean, I felt fine. Just had to throw strikes, give my defense a chance, and then do the job. And then you got out of a tough jam early too, like Wags mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. How did it feel to know your defense was back there? And I mean, it felt great. No, I can just dominate the zone and not have to worry about anyone behind me. Good win for the Thundering Herd, getting things started. Softball today, getting a good win, and then we've got so much more going on. As I mentioned, basketball coming up tonight, seven o'clock against Middle Tennessee. Women's soccer, 7 o'clock tonight as well. And then, of course, the men in action against Charlotte, 7 o'clock. So how are you going to keep track of all this stuff? That's the crazy thing. I mean, there's so much going on right now. It's, it's, it's actually pretty fun. So we're going to talk to John Mercer in the next few minutes. because uh, And he, he, texted me, sat, he texted me yesterday and just reminded me. He said, look, um, here's where we rank right now. We play on Saturday. You're going down this whole list of things, and you haven't mentioned me. So John Mercer coming on the program because he's the only one not competing on Friday, so he can come on the show. So we'll hear from Coach Mercer when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Still to come, we're going to hear from John Mercer in just a moment. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Marshall in action tomorrow, taking on Virginia Commonwealth University. And I love John because he texts me just to say, look, um, where's uh, where's the tennis team in your rundown of what's happening? And uh, so he's on the program now. Thanks for having me, Paul. I don't know if I want that to get out, that if you're a coach at Marshall, you can just text me and and control the course of the program. You seem to have have the special touch. Well, I've been here a few years, so uh, somehow I got a hold of your number so I can uh, keep you on, right? You know how to work it. That's what you're saying. You, You know how to work the program. You know, I'm pretty sure one day I'm going to get like this unknown text from uh, Coach Huff or, uh, you know, maybe Ari, you know, maybe Wags and say, look, no, 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 no. Um, you're you're forgetting something. But yes, we uh, we we know tennis is act- in action tomorrow. Uh, taking on VCU. It's been a while since your team has uh, been able to hit the court and play. Uh, you had an issue with your last opponent, wasn't able to get that going. So uh, you've had some off time already in this uh, shortened season. You know, how are you coping with that? Yeah, uh, you know, we had a good win there, uh, you know, against Furman, and that helped us out a lot. You know, moved us up in some rankings and stuff. And then, uh, yeah, we kind of we. We've had one match in the last two weeks, you know, against Ellerman. So uh, that's really unusual. Usually uh, this time of the year, <laughs> we're playing matches like crazy, you know, two or three matches a week and, uh, you know, getting kind of mentally uh, stronger as you go along and, and uh, you know, working on our game. So, you know, but it's been kind of a reset a little bit, you know, back into the, the fitness aspect of it as far as the weight room and all that and, uh, you know, just trying to, get a little bit bigger, stronger, faster, quicker. And, uh, you know, as far as our tennis goes, uh, really just had to go back, uh, playing a lot of practice sets, you know, a lot of practice matches and so on, just trying to keep that match edge. So, uh, you know, it's different. It's a different routine uh, than, you know, what we've had to do the previous years. And uh, we'll see how it works out tomorrow for us. 
Do you get out there yourself and just maybe go up against the team, just all comers against John Mercer, just to give him a different look? Does that happen? Uh, no. <laughs> Back in my younger days, yeah. <laughs> I understand. You want to keep the team confident. You want, you don't want to go out there and show them what coaches got. You, I get that. I understand. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're they're a little. They got I got a few years on them now. Uh, so I just uh, try to keep uh, my advice. Uh, you know, a little bit of technique, a little bit of strategy, a little bit of training. So uh, you know, just try to give them. Uh, you know what I've learned through through the years with experience, and uh, just try to make them better players. So uh, let them hit the ball; they need to hit the ball, right? So that's how you get better. So I've hit enough balls, so we'll go from there. Jim Mercer, just hit the ball. That's 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 coaching. That's why you are ranked third right now in the regional rankings, the Atlantic regional rankings, because of your coaching. Just hit the ball, Marshall third. Ahead of Penn State, Liberty, VCU, JMU, Virginia Tech, West Virginia, and Navy, and just below UVA and Old Dominion. Uh, talk about the uh, regional rankings. Uh, sitting pretty right now in third. Yeah, uh, you know, again, you know, we had a couple good wins, and uh, so that kind of vaulted us up. And so far, so good. I mean, the Furman, Furman, still uh, they're ranked 23 in the country, which is. Uh, you know, a good, uh, good ranking for them. It's probably the best they've ever been. So, you know, obviously we got them on our home courts and took advantage of it. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to back it up now. Uh, you know, we're not kind of a secret anymore. <laughs> so we kind of gone away for a little while, as you know, and, uh, you know, we're kind of working our way back into it. So, uh, you know, we got a good team, uh, you know, a good solid team from top to bottom. And, um, you know, we'll see what they can do. But, uh, you know, from the coaching aspect, here's a good story for you, Paul. So, as you know, you know, back in my younger years, I was the assistant at WVU for the men's team, and we had a top top 20 team, top 15 team nationally, and we went out one year to play UCLA, and uh, they had this coach who is just a legend in coaching, uh, you know, in the hall, all sorts of Hall of Fames and everything else, and Terry Dermer, who was the head coach at the time when I was the assistant, uh, it was a dogfight match. We ended up losing at 5-4, but kind of came down to one match. And the coach, uh, UCLA coach, was talking to his player, and Terry's like, I'm gonna, you know, this guy's like a legend. I'm going to listen in to kind of what he's saying to his player. You know, I want to hear what he's saying. And leans in, comes back, and he's like, you're not going to believe it. I'm like, what was he telling him? You know, like, you know, got to hit more down line, cross court, you know, more spin on the ball. He's like, nope. He's like, he just told his player, be a player. Like, go out there and be a player. And that was it. <laughs> and so sometimes, uh, you know, lesson learned, just the simpler, the better. Uh, you don't want to take those situations too often, you know, when things get a little dicey and make things too complicated. Just go out there and be a player, right? Hit the ball. How does that translate? Like, for example, how would you translate to my everyday life? And uh, what would that mean? Give me some more detailed meaning so I can I can put it in a nutshell later on. Your everyday life, probably just try to keep things simple. You know, don't overthink things. Try to keep it simple. Appreciate each day. Uh, you know, beautiful day today at the sun. You know, we've been through a lot in our community. Uh, so it's been tough, you know, but, uh, you know, we're still here. And, you know, there's good days ahead. So you got to keep a, a positive outlook every day. Uh, you know, really trying to appreciate what's there. And, you know, I got a great deal, you know, 
working with, uh, you know, 10 awesome young ladies who are, are unbelievable students. Uh, you know, some of them are going to go to medical school one day and, you know, do all sorts of nursing school and all sorts of stuff. And uh, so it's, it's a great thing, you know. And uh, But sometimes, you know, we just kind of try to make things a little too complicated, <laughs> try to read into too many things and try to dissect things too much and, uh, you know, not appreciate everything that we always have and, you know, what's been what's been given to us. So that's what I would say. Keep things simple, work hard, you know, go out there, do the best you can. And, uh, you know, things uh, have a way of working out usually. So let's talk about your opponent coming up. It's Virginia Commonwealth University. You can't even look forward to Virginia Tech just yet. you got to uh, deal with this one first. So what's VCU all about? Yeah, VCU is tough. Uh, they've always been good. Uh, it's actually a program that we've never beaten. <laughs> Uh, which is not too many of them <laughs> uh, outside of the top you know, 10, 15 teams in the country. Uh, but, yeah, they're good. Uh, solid team, uh, top to bottom. They have a really good number one player. Uh, I think she's maybe in the top 20, but I know she's excellent. Uh, so then they have a little bit of a drop-off. Uh, so, you know, for us, uh, it's going to be very similar to the Furman match in that, uh, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a dogfight, and uh, we're going to have to be really competitive uh, from the beginning to the end because uh, it's probably going to be a long one. It's not going to be a short one. So it's going to be one of these deals where it's you know, three, three to four hours, and you know every point uh, means a lot and can make a difference. So you better be mentally ready to go. And better be uh bring your competitive attitude and, and be ready to compete because I'm sure that's what they'll do. That's what they've always done in the past. And, and you got to meet that energy and enthusiasm and, uh, you know, have that desire to, to go out there and win. So we'll see. It'll be, uh, it'll be a tough one, but, uh, you know, so far we've risen to the occasion. So uh, we'll see if we can do it again. Last week, Marshall did not bring energy on the basketball court and lost the first game of a two-game series against North Texas. And so Tavion just said, look, we don't have energy. We don't have energy. We, you know, And I'm sitting there thinking, well, how, how do you not have energy? What, what do you got to do? You haven't had a, a match in a while. Do you have a concern that they're not going to come out and have energy? Or, I mean, can you tell before you, you get them out there that, okay, they've got energy, I don't want to worry about it? I mean, how do, you, how, do you, how do you manufacture energy here? Well, I think a lot of it is, you know, you know from their standpoint, from a, a basketball standpoint, uh, you know, obviously there's just a lot that goes into it behind the scenes that, uh, you know, day to day. I mean, from – you know, getting up and doing your weight workouts, you know, which ours are at 6 a.m., uh, you know, to going to school, to trying to get straight A's so you can go to medical school, to uh, travel, you know, especially for the basketball team. Uh, they're doing a lot more than we are, it's, you know, this year. Uh, kind of, it's, it's probably worked in our advantage this year to a certain extent, uh, to the fact that usually we have 25 dates to work with, and this year we only have 15. So, uh, you know, we were given 15 dates to work with. And uh, so, you know, I've really challenged them this year with the fact that, hey, we only have 15 dates. And, you know, if we can't bring energy 15 times, <laughs> you know, that's bad. Because, uh, you know, we didn't get to play off ball. Uh, we didn't get to travel. You know, we just stayed home. We practiced every day. 
six days a week. And, you know, and so now I think, you know, to, to a certain extent, you know, the team is really appreciating the fact that they actually get to go out and compete. You know, that's, that's what they want to do. You know, for the first time in a long time, a lot of these kids have been playing tournaments since they were eight, nine, ten years old playing, you know, every month of the year, you know, traveling maybe around the country. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden that was taken away to where last summer they didn't get to really travel and play, you know, get to compete in the tournament and same thing in the fall. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get to do it starting in January. And, I, you know, I think, uh, you know, probably what you've heard in the last sports, you know, I mean, they miss the fans. They, you know, they, they miss getting the play, you know, getting, getting to really compete. I mean, you know, you can only practice so much and you got to play. Uh, you know, athletes, you know, good student athletes, they, 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 they're competitors, you know, they compete in the classroom they compete on, on the field and on the tennis court and you know, on the basketball court. And, you know, that's what they want to do. So, you know, this year, uh, it's been great. I mean, it, it's probably been easier, but usually, it, it, you know, you run into those issues when there's a lot of travel involved, <laughs> Uh, you know, in the season just kind of adds up. Uh, a normal season, it, it is long. You know, it's long for us. I can't imagine for basketball, they're having to play that conference schedule, you know, as does volleyball, you know, everybody else. But, uh, you know, all that adds up and it's a grind. You know, it's kind of, you hear the same thing out of WVU, you know, uh, you know, having to travel, play all those big 12 games. Uh, it, you know, no matter how bad you want it, uh, it, it takes a toll on your body and on your mind. And it's a real battle to, to overcome that. John Mercer joining me, the Thundering Herd in action, taking on VCU. And then you've got a short turnaround. You'll play the following Wednesday. Now we can talk about it. You'll be taking on Virginia Tech. Well, okay, I can talk about it. You can't, but still. <laughs> uh, you get uh, two this week, uh, at least uh, the next few uh, days. So that's going to be, I'm sure, a nice change of pace from sitting around waiting to do nothing. Right, yeah. Yeah, we actually yeah we actually have four in the next eight days. So after the Wednesday with Virginia Tech, we'll go on the road and play Charlotte, and then while we're down there, we're playing Presbyterian, and then we'll have two weeks again. So you know, it's just kind of the you know you know result of the pandemic, and uh, you know we should have had three other matches by this point, uh, you know that weren't played, uh, so you know that were canceled that you can't see on the schedule right now, but. You know, they were dropped or canceled because of, you know, different reasons. And so, uh, you know, we'll see what we can do, you know, these next four matches and really try to put it on the line. Uh, they're they're all tough. So the first three are, are a grind. I mean, all those teams are good. So, uh, you know, we'll see uh, what happens. I know Charlotte, uh, like us, uh, the national rankings came out, and they're up in the top 60 as we are. So the third one of the trips is right now the toughest one. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Virginia Tech, again, you know, good, uh, you know, really good. Uh, you know, they beat VCU, I think, already. And uh, so the next three are, are definitely a challenge, and uh, we'll see. Uh, but that's what we want to do. You know, we're tired of practicing and doing all that. We want to play some matches. So uh, we'll see how, see how it goes. John Mercer joining me. Of course, uh, I know he listens because, again, I get texts during the show to dictate the content of the program. I'm scared, you know, because now the word's going to get out. Next thing you know, I'm going to get texts from uh, from Ari. I'm going to get texts from Wags, uh, Kemper. Okay, well, okay, okay, Kemper already knows, but yeah, it's it's going <laughs> to got it's, your number, huh? Yeah, it's going to happen, and eventually it's going to it's going to cascade. It's just going to be I'm going to get texts every segment, and it's because of you. 
All we got. You know, I've never done that before, have I? No, you have not. You, you know you can. You you know you can. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to send you the text and see what happens. He's and, like, uh, I'm just going to shoot so. this out and see, <laughs> see if he's paying attention. Of course, you know I am. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, it, 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 you know you've gotten to know me. I'm not really an extrovert. <laughs> and uh, so over the years, you know, there's times there where – yeah, it, it's a tough thing because you, you want to publicize your team, but you don't want to be someone who's bragging about your team, you know. And uh, I don't know. I just I, – I shot it to you. And, uh, I know you've been on my case in the past about you need to be on Twitter. You need to be on Snapchat and all that stuff. And I don't know, you know, so. Well, uh, you've got a good yeah, program. I mean, if, if you had a terrible yeah. program and you just wanted to hide from the world, I get that. But you have a, a pretty good program year in and year out that's always competitive. And it's regarded well because you get to play some of the bigger names in tennis. They don't just schedule you because you're an easy win. They want something out of it. They want they want a victory that means something. It, it means it's yeah. different in tennis. You're not collecting wins. You're collecting you know more of you know stats and rankings, and you don't collect right. those over easy opponents. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have that two way. You know two. You know, the game within the game and that you're trying to win team matches and make the NCAA team tournament, but you're also trying to put individuals in the in- individual NCAA tournament and so on, and uh, you have all that going on. But, you know, I'm, I'm old school. You know, old school is, you know, you, you, you don't go out there and, you know, do what everybody does nowadays, post everything, everything on Twitter, and, and so I'm trying to kind of reset my mind a little bit uh, you know, as far as that goes and, uh, you know, kind of give, uh, young ladies on my team a little credit and, you know, for their hard work and, uh, you know, the time they put into it. But yeah, there was a lot going on and, you know, we had a lot of success over the years and, you know, we were down for a couple of years there, you know, we talked about, you know, issues and so on and, you know, uh, but, you know, it's it's good to see that we're kind of, you know, we're, we're coming out of that a little bit and, you know, having some, success you know last year we were 11 and 4 at the time that we stopped and we were kind of on a roll and feeling really good about it so that was kind of a bummer uh but this year you know we kind of rolled right back into it and, you know so far so good so uh but you know all these teams you know vcu virginia tech you know charlotte these are all top 75 programs these aren't you know these are good good solid programs as is conference usa i mean they it's it has taken a big step forward this year uh, you know, we've had a lot of wins over ACC schools, and uh, it, it's 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 really good. I mean, Rice, uh, Old Dominion, like you mentioned, Old Dominion's two in the region. Uh, they're both top 40, I think 35, 36 or so. Uh, Florida Atlantic's really good. You know, a lot of these places have built new facilities. Florida Atlantic built a beautiful facility on their campus in the last couple of years. You know, that really jumped them. Uh, because who wouldn't want to go play tennis in Boca, right? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So, the you beach. know, the schools are investing in their programs, and uh, Charlotte has a beautiful facility, uh, you know, on campus, gorgeous, uh, and they've taken a big jump. Uh, they actually beat Virginia Tech, and uh, I think they have a win over Clemson. So, uh, you know, like I said, you know, we're kind of getting – there was a lot of depth in our conference when we first showed up. Uh, in the very beginning, uh, when we had you know Tulsa and 
uh, South Florida, those guys. I mean, they were all really good. Uh, and then it dropped a little bit when, you know, a few of those teams left for the AAC, but now it seems to be, you know, kind of resetting. And I think it's just, you know, you got good tennis schools, you know, you got Southern schools, a lot of Southern schools and, you know, schools and communities that want to, you know, do well with their tennis. And uh, so they're making an investment in it. John Mercer, who eventually will be very active on Twitter. And that's how you grow your program, John. You, you get active on Twitter and if you need some help, there are some people in your department over there in the athletic department that can really assist you with that. Oh, yeah. They're, they're a lot of help. So I'm just saying, usually, personally, <laughs> they can help you with your personal John Mercer brand. Well, you can follow us on the Marshall Twitter page. So we have wonderful Sydney who does a good job keeping up with that. So, uh, yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're working there. You know, we'll eventually uh, get up to date, you know, in the, the, the 2020 era. So I'll get my mind uh, going in that direction. So uh, as soon as we get through tomorrow, uh, we'll get on that. So, but it's, uh, it's, a, it's a challenge, you know, as far as uh, juggling it all and, uh, and keeping it all going, right? I agree so, with you. Yeah. How about the, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a battle. So. Uh, trying to keep all the recruiting and all that stuff in line and then uh, the scheduling. So that's, that's the deal this year, the scheduling. So. John Mercer joining me. Uh, at Herd underscore Tennis, the Twitter handle of the Thundering Herd, John Mercer, who um, once again, you, you've gotten through this here. Um, I don't know how you deal with me, man, because, you know, you're, you're, you're right. You're, you're someone who you're – you're not a self-promoter. You're, yeah, as you said, you're not an extrovert, but at the same time, you do a good job when you come on here. So I think maybe you're just sandbagging a little bit on me. <laughs> well, I like to talk to and hockey occasionally and a little bit with the Pirates. Right. So And our Steelers, now the Ben's coming back. Um, these so are all things. got one more good year in them. Yeah, right? the, these are all things. That, okay, so we carry the Pirates. So, you know, I'm, I'm totally on board with the Pirates here. Uh, you know, we're... You know, I carry the pirates for you. Don't let any, don't want Thank anyone you. else tell you differently. It's not for anyone but John Mercer to tune in. Um, the Penguins, um, okay, we'll talk another day. And uh, the Steelers, um, <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, no, no just no. Uh, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger is the fourth best quarterback in the division right now. Fourth. I don't know. Fourth. I don't know if I agree with that. Fourth. So, okay. Uh, is he better? I mean, who, who's he? I mean, is he better than Burrow? No, he's not. Uh, I'm just going to stop right there. Uh, Lamar Jackson. I mean, is, is he better than him? No. Yeah. Yeah. Even the guy in Cleveland, I don't mention his name, but yeah, is he better than him? No, he's not. Lamar Jackson is very. He, Lamar Jackson is very good at what he does, but watching a little bit, it looks like they kind of. Looks like a lot of teams have kind of figured out how exactly to defend that. I'll still take him over like, Roethlisberger. I'll take him right now yeah. over Roethlisberger. Yeah. All right. Well, make him pass. Right. A lot of those defensive coordinators went back and looked at the college game, didn't they? And figured out how they thought this type of offense in college, and then they kind of reset everything. So he had a good year, and we'll see how he does next year. Let's see. You know, I mean, he's good. He's talented. He's just got to get his passing under control a little bit. So. It'll be a little more accurate, but and uh, I don't know. 
you know, Cleveland, yeah, I can see. They got so many guys, you know, a lot of good draft picks and a lot of talent. So see if they keep putting it together, right? I got to ask you before we let you go. Well, um, yeah. on, the, on, the, on Cleveland, yeah. how do you deal with Teddy Klumper on a daily basis? <laughs> how do you deal with that guy when it comes to, to Cleveland in football season? Well, Teddy hasn't really talked to me about it yet, probably because they haven't really won anything yet. Okay. Outside of the one game that the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, what the heck happened? He does a great job uh, about you know. the, the big green and everything, but when it comes to, to actual professional sports, um, he's got LeBron James's championship to hang his hat on, and I get that. Okay. He's, yeah, that's good. He's a little giddy that's over those Cleveland, uh, those Cleveland Browns. I get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, how many uh, how many World Series championships have the Indians won? Yeah. Not recently, know. none. Okay, just yeah. just make yeah. sure I was on the same page. They were pretty good there for a while. Yeah, they. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it almost you know even when being a Steeler fan, a diehard Steeler, you know, after a while, you're just like you know maybe they maybe Cleveland should have at least a winning season because it's just like that's gotta be miserable. You just want to make it interesting <laughs> for yourself. It's like you know <laughs> yeah, we're, you we're know, gonna like, take a year off here. You know, I mean, I don't think I could handle it. You know, going like twenty years in a row without like winning anything. Like that's just awful. I know. So you know, even your worst enemy, right? I mean, you gotta hope that you know once in a while they can <laughs> have a little success. So you know, just to kind of keep the rivalry going, uh, keeping all that going. So, but you know, and so what? Baltimore turned into more of our rivalry there for a while, but you know, Cleveland's back. I mean, it's going to be a challenge. So I don't know. Steelers still have that defense, though. So you know, they're going to get some guys back again. And, uh, you know, they were doing their – as soon as they lost those two linebackers, that was a killer because so, that's what everything was working around. But, uh, you know, they'll be fine. I think they'll be they'll be good. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Cleveland conti- can continue to ascend and, you know, see Cincinnati, right? We'll see. We're we're gonna see. Remember, remember, we're we're, have another good draft, right? We're a Pirates radio station. We're a Pirates affiliate, John. (laughs) Pirates. Good luck tomorrow, and uh, we will talk to you Uh, soon. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me, John Mercer. We're gonna get in trouble with him eventually, somehow. More on the way. It's the drive. ESPN ninety four point one at AM nine thirty. Add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, unique fun bet types like same-game parlay, and exclusive always-on promotions such as enhanced odds boost on the biggest events that let you get more action out of every game day. And if you win, they even get you your winning safely in as little as 24 hours. I like FanDuel because it's easy to register, easy to deposit, and easy to find your bet. And when you win, FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Right now, FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place a bet on any game and FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back if you don't win your first bet. Seriously, there's no strings attached. Just place any bet you want. If you win, you keep the cash. If you lose, you'll get your entire bet up to $1,000 back and site credit. One of my favorite bets for hockey is always the New York Rangers. And FanDuel provides current odds when you sign on to the app. If you've never tried FanDuel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started and be sure to sign up with promo code SWAN so they know I sent you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code SWAN. Must be 21 plus and present in Pennsylvania or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Site credit is non withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Gambling problem? In West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net.
it. Rent to Own has huge flipping deals in March. Flip into the Grayson Queen Pillow Top Mattress by Symbol for $25 per week. Flip the channels on an LG 65 inch Nano Cell 4K TV with Alexa for $25 per week. And flip with joy because you can win an Xbox X or PS5 and other great prizes. Check your mail or visit r2o.com to play. Then visit the store nearest you for your chance to win. No purchase necessary, must be 18 years old to play. It's time to rent to own. Our Kindred Communications family of stations reminds you of the need for blood donations to the Red Cross. Blood is always needed. It may save your life or the life of a loved one. This reminder is brought to you in part by Secure Construction Company in Huntington. Secure Construction is home improvements and secure hands. Secureconstruction.com. Smoke and Jay's Rib and Brew House, U.S. Route 60 in Ashland, the Tri State's best barbecue and ribeye. Smoke and Jay's Rib and Brew House in Ashland. Come fire it up. Get in the game with EXP from Armstrong. Only EXP lets you set a one pass for your favorite team or league and record every game. EXP brings live, recorded, and streaming TV together, making it easy to find the shows you're looking for. And with the free EXP app, you can keep up on your favorite content while at home or on a road trip. EXP is the all-in-one entertainment answer. Visit armstrongexp.com to get the power of EXP in your home today. The new year has started and you might be wondering how to make the most of it. The answer is easy. Become a foster parent with NECO. NECO's foster parents get up every day knowing what they do is not only improving a child's life, it might very well be saving it. That's why for 25 years, NECO has been matching tri-state area children in need with caring foster parents who provide love, stability, and guidance. If you would like to live with that kind of purpose, visit NECO.org and we'll show you how. That's NECO.org. Make the most of 2021. Become a foster parent with NECO. Visit Neko.org. We are the Tri-State. We get up every morning and give people like you the resources to achieve dreams. Dreams like saving for college, buying a home for your growing family, managing your own business, or retiring in comfort. So wherever life is taking you, it's good to have a financial partner like us to help along the way. We are Huntington Federal, and we're here for your life's journey. Credit upon qualification, equal housing lender, member FDIC. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We went a little long with Coach Mercer, but that's okay. That's usually what he's here for, so we can um, we can talk. We don't uh, get a chance to really talk about his accomplishments much. Welcome back. Today's edition of Drive on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. Coming up in about say 16 minutes or so, give or take. Uh, we're going to talk Marshall basketball with you. The women get a victory yesterday on the road against Middle Tennessee. The men in action tonight. The ladies will wrap up their road trip before the Conference USA tournament, and that's coming up here tonight. We've got comments from Tony Kemper on last night's victory. We'll look ahead to Marshall taking on Charlotte on the men's side, and we'll get you updated on all the action that's taking place in Conference USA. That's all coming up tonight at 6 o'clock right here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930 and 93.7 The Dog. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1. FM and AM 930, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Basketball action coming up tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 as Marshall taking on Charlotte. We'll begin our pregame coverage top of the hour, 6 o'clock. 
Till then, let's talk football with you for a minute. Uh, release came out today from Appalachian State. The game against Marshall moving to primetime, according to the release. This game was set for Saturday, September 25th between Marshall and Appalachian State. It's going to move to a night game Thursday, September 23rd for national television. Kickoff time network will be announced later in the summer, according to the release. So what does that mean? That means that Marshall on the football side going to have a very short week to get ready for Appalachian State. Because you look at the Thundering Herd schedule, East Carolina comes into Jones C. Edwards Stadium on September 18th, and now you change your Saturday game with Appalachian State to Thursday, so you've got several less days to work with, really. Basically, you play, then you're going to have to turn right around, and you're going to have to get ready, and then You've got travel, of course. So how much preparation time are you going to have to deal with? You're going to be working a lot, I'm sure. And we'll find out here when we see what Thundering Herd looks like as far as what's Coach Huff's style going to be? What's his – I mean, is he going to pull stuff like, okay, Sunday is our Saturday. Is he going to pull stuff like that? That's the one thing. That just drove me crazy. Like, okay, hey, this is our uh, this is our you know, Sunday. This is our Saturday. No, it's it's Sunday, Coach. It's Sunday. I can't sell that. I can't sell that. But you look at what Appalachian State has to deal with. Uh, their schedule is not as um, well. This is kind of an advantage for them, I would think. Seriously, I think this is going to be an advantage for Appalachian State as far as just trying to get the schedules here. What do they have to deal with? And I'm sure as a – this wasn't deliberate. This wasn't like, hey, how do we get the herd? It's like, hey, this is a big-time game for us. But Appalachian State has to deal with Elon on September 18th. Elon. I mean, their schedule is pretty good. They get East Carolina, and then they have Miami, and they're on the road there. And then they come home to Boone, and they'll take on Elon Saturday on the 18th. And then they've got Marshall as a Thursday game. So I'm not saying that it's going to be a walk in the cake for them against Elon, but, yeah, I am saying that, actually. (laughs) No, what am I talking about? Of course I'm saying that. They're playing Elon. And Marshall, on the other hand, East Carolina. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb and say East Carolina is a lot better than Elon. Uh, for Nick Verzellini, appreciate him. I'm Paul Swan. Thanks to uh, Coach John Mercer joining us to talk a little Marshall Tennis. Uh, we'll be back here in about 40 seconds on ESPN 94.1 AM 930 and now on 93.7 The Dog. WTC7BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and the Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
This is Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball Today on 93.7 The Dog and ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Coming up, we'll get you ready for today's college basketball action with interviews, game breakdowns, scores, and more. Let's get you ready for tip-off. Here's Paul Swan. This evening, the Marshall Thundering Herd are action against the Charlotte 49ers. This is a makeup series from earlier in the year. Welcome in to tonight's edition. Paul Swan, your host. We will get you set for Marshall and Charlotte. That is coming up later on this hour. Also, we're going to talk about Marshall's victory on the road on the women's side against Middle Tennessee last night. But we do begin with the men's game as Marshall playing this makeup series against Charlotte. This is the final regular season series in Conference USA before the Thundering Herd departs for the Conference USA tournament. Now, Charlotte coming into the contest 9-13, and 5-9 and nine in Conference USA action. That's a little different from where we thought they would be several weeks ago. Unfortunately for Charlotte, they have lost six straight. They lost their series against Middle Tennessee, and this all began in February. February has not been a good month for them. Every game they've played has either been canceled or a loss. So they lose on the road at Middle Tennessee, and then they lose a tough one in overtime against Old Dominion, which is their travel partner. And then they go on the road, lose it even worse. So they lose 76-78 to against Old Dominion. Overtime match. And then they go on the road and they lose that one, 64-45. And they have the UTSA series canceled at home. And then they get UTEP. They go out to UTEP, lose those two games. And now they have the makeup games against Marshall. And that's coming up tonight. Thundering Herd, on the other hand, a little bit better shape after dealing with – it's been a crazy schedule. Let's just be honest. The series was supposed to be played in January against Charlotte, and it gets postponed. And then Marshall doesn't have action, goes into Western Kentucky, plays that series, loses both. And then Marshall, of course, has had to deal with postponements or cancellations. And so finally, Marshall's actually been able to put together some games at home, including last weekend series against North Texas. So the Thundering Herd coming into tonight's program a little bit better than what they were a few weeks ago, only because they've been able to actually play some games. Charlotte, on the other hand, very talented team. We think they're good. When it happens, though, nobody knows. It could happen tonight. They could become the Charlotte we thought they were going to be a few weeks ago. Talking to Dan D'Antoni, head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd, he gave us his scout on Charlotte and what they're all about. I don't know what's going on there, you know. Uh course you know that was the last two or three weeks they could start tomorrow so you never know when that stops and starts so good ball club they uh run the Princeton offense and uh, a lot of cuts and back cuts and deep in the shot clock so you gotta you gotta defend all 30 seconds uh, got some shooters on the outside got the center like the center we played against uh, North Texas that type of center Big body, not a lot of lift, but big body. And he gets down inside and worms around, finds an angle, get a ball up there. Uh, so a lot like, really, a lot like um, uh, North Texas in the way they're built, type of players they have. 
uh, they're a little bit more uh, structured into the Princeton offense. Uh, and then uh, uh, defensively, they uh, the center engages the pick and rolls. And so we'll just have to play hard and see what happens. Dan D'Antoni, scout on the Charlotte 49ers. Tavion Kenzie, he's going to be out on the court tonight facing off against this team. Uh, he remembers what happened last year, but before we talk about that, Tavion gave us his impressions of the 49ers. They have lost some games um, coming into this game. I don't know how many in a row, but they're a very good team. You know, they play just like North Texas as an offense and some of the plays they run. Um, I know they have uh, a couple good guards, some all-league guards at that. Um, I know it's not going to be any type of walk in the park, but um, like I said, they're going to bring it um, come this weekend. So are we. So Thundering Herd's going to bring it. There's a reason why Tavion wants to bring it, because Charlotte beat Marshall last season at the Henderson Center 77-75. to So it's been a long time coming for any shot at trying to avenge that loss. Tavion Kinsey definitely remembers what happened last year. Uh, definitely just focusing in on what we have to do. Uh, we know they're a good team, and they beat us last year. So if you don't carry that on your chest to this year, um, I don't, I don't know – what team you play for because I, I still look at it as they beat us you know they must have lost they could lose six straight games coming here but they beat us last year the last time we met they beat us so um I look at it in in that perspective and um we try not to look ahead you know never try to look ahead never try to overlook a person never underestimate your opponent um that's how I grew up so I know that um they're a pretty good team like I said Coming in, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a tough game. We're going to have our work cut out for us, and um, we just got to play just like we did on Saturday, uh, with the exception of we bringing Jared back, and that's our leader. And so we'll have him back to lead us defensively and offensively, and as a team, and we just got to get the job done. That was one of the questions I had for him in this conversation. Which team's coming out tonight? The Friday team, the Saturday team. Uh, Tavion talked about that as far as coming out and playing with energy. What they did not have on Friday last week. We just got to play. We got to play with energy. Like I said, last week, um, we didn't have any energy on Friday. Like um, We were kind of already defeated. Uh, some things didn't go our way. And you could kind of see it towards the end of the game when they made their their runs and things like that. And then Saturday, I think we came out with way more energy. And it, and it starts off the court. It starts now. It starts in practice. It starts um, how you carry yourself when you walk into the gym on game day. It, it, um, when we watch our hype video before the game, um, things like that, efforting your um, working out when we work out before the game, that type of energy carries over into the game. If you walk around with a positive mindset, positive energy every day, then positive things will happen to you. So. Tavion Kenzie, some good advice there, walking around with some positive energy. That's something we all should do when we continue. Somebody who's walking around with some positive energy is Tony Kemper, head coach of the Marshall women's team, Thundering Herd, victorious on the road last night at Middle Tennessee. We'll talk about that victory when we continue with today's edition of College Basketball Today. This is College Basketball Today. 
Last night, the Thundering Herd on the women's side defeated Middle Tennessee convincingly 72-49. Savannah Wheeler in that contest had 22 points. Kennedy Colclaw had 13, and Taylor Pearson ended up with 7. The Thundering Herd showing that as of late, they are a team to be reckoned with in Conference USA. And just as a positive note, Tony Kemper's team's playing really well right now, and he talked about that after the game last night. I think our team's playing really well, you know, and I, I think that's – can't really hide from that. I think the mentality, obviously – and I, and I, I mean, I, I'm glad that I talked this team up for a long time, and we, we still don't have – like, we don't have – we have to play well to win games. That's okay. Um, but I've been saying that this team had a chance to, to do good things all year, you know, and – it, I do not think it's a coincidence that now we're together and now we're playing almost together. Um, big loss, losing Kristen. And, and I, I hate it. Um, she's, she's been a huge part of this team for so long. And um, it's good to have her over here. Um, I, she wants to pull. She's so competitive. She wants to be out there. And we all want her out there too. And um, I think that's – we, we, we had people step up and fill that hole. And that, that's, you know, I, whatever, that's a big story too. She just has, she's had a tough senior year and I, she's, uh, she's done a lot of things right at Marshall and, and uh, I'm proud of her for how she is handling, you know, just rotten news. There's just no other way to say it. And uh, so, but anyway, back to what I was saying, we are kind of together now. And that's been consistent. And now you kind of see, um, you know, maybe what we're capable of. And, and we're getting some things done. This is a big win. This, this uh, not a lot of people do it, you know. So now we get a chance to clean the slate and then try to go do it again tomorrow. And tomorrow is here now. And he brings up a good point. Won the first game of these uh of these two game series. Um, that hasn't happened very often for the Thundering Herd. So winning the first game. Feel, feels really good, according to Coach Kemper. It feels tremendous. I mean, it really does. I, and, and we had – we've got a lot to play for, you know, and I think tonight's win was really big because I think we, we're in good shape with tiebreakers, I believe, because of some of the quality wins we've had here lately. Um, and I don't want to – I'm not an expert on tiebreakers, but I think that we just played our way out of the 6-7 game, I think. Um and uh, we're going to go back and study that, but um, I'm really proud of our kids. I, I don't think – I know this for a fact. There's not a person in our league that thought, would they looking at what we were looking at, that we were – that the group that we were going to get done what we were getting done. You know, there's not one that said they'll get Rice, they'll probably split on the road, and they'll get at least a split at Middle Tennessee. Not a soul, you know. So, I, I think, you know, and I heard you ask Sav about – being tired of being considered under, I, I think I'm fine with us being underdogs and now we're carrying ourselves. That, that's probably going to be forever. You know, that's probably gonna be forever. That's the way it's going to be. We're also carrying ourselves. Like we understand what we're fully capable of. And there's a big dip. Like it's fine to be underdogs, carry yourself. Like you understand what you can get done. And I, that to me is the biggest turnover since the first half of the, the first rice game. When we, we were just deer in headlights, and then we competed pretty hard since that moment. So second half of the first Rice game till now, we outscored Rice in the second half of that that first game, and now we're like 
you know, Grant said, we're, we're basically an offensive rebound away from winning every one of these games. 0.8 on the clock over at North Texas um, on that offensive rebound. So I'm proud of them. Um, they got to lace them up. We, I got to get them ice cream, Paul. I tried to hold off. I owed them ice cream last night. They ate ice cream. They, I mean, what are you going to tell them? They can't have it again. I tried. I tried to look for everyone to help me. And everybody basically looked at me and shrugged their shoulders. So I said, I, I don't even care. Get ice cream. That's fine. That's the influence of Paul Swan on Coach Kemper. Everybody's getting ice cream. You can thank me. When we continue, we're going to update you on what's happening in Conference USA with the scoreboard here on College Basketball Today. We're getting you ready for tip-off. This is College Basketball Today. Four series in Conference USA to tell you about tonight. Middle Tennessee at FAU with 13-10 to go in the first. FAU leading that one 16-5. Later on this evening, Old Dominion at Western Kentucky and UAB at North Texas. We're almost there for game time. Let's get you to Steve Cotton when we continue with today's edition of College Basketball Today. The timeout is over. Back to more of College Basketball Today. Marshall is facing off against Charlotte in a makeup series from earlier in the season. We're going to find out how this one plays out tonight. Steve Cotton's going to take us the rest of the way as Marshall facing off against the 49ers at the Cam Henderson Center. And we'll be keeping an eye on that one as well as Marshall's women's matchup on the road for the second night, taking on Middle Tennessee. We're going to have the scores, recaps, and everything you want to hear about those games after the game, join us back here for college basketball wrap-up. We'll have post-game reaction from hopefully Coach Kemper, also from Dan D'Antoni, and we'll take your phone calls as well. So that's coming up later on this evening following the game. You can catch it all right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and on 93.7 The Dog. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Paul Swan, and I'll have game updates throughout the night as well as, um, well, you never know, so we'll find you on social media along with me as we watch the game together or listen to it right here on your radio. That's going to do it for this edition of College Basketball Today. For Gabriel Sellers, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Steve Cotton's got the game broadcast coming up next. has been Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball Today. Join us after the game for College Basketball Wrap-Up as we break down today's games with stats, interviews from the locker room, your phone calls, and more. Marshall Basketball is next on WTGG FM Ashland Huntington USA. 93.7 The Dog and WRVC AM and W231BS Huntington. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.